Welcome to the Classroom Brew Podcast. The teacher podcast is a little bit like drunk history. But wait, do you guys actually drink while you record episodes? Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Hey, welcome back to Classroom Brew, guys. This is episode 80, which to me kind of seems like a pretty cool milestone, uh, I guess. Didn't think that I'd have 80 weeks worth of content. Uh, If you have not already, make sure that you rate and review whatever app you're listening to, especially if it's Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Uh, That really helps us out in terms of where we are in the rankings. Uh, It's the same thing as if you were to search something in Google, you're more likely to click on something on page one versus page 20 or whatever it may be. Uh, If you want to reach out, we are at Classroom Brew on your favorite social media, uh, or you can reach us by email, uh, classroombrew at gmail.com. So this week, I've actually got someone that did reach out uh, through Instagram. Uh, I'd like you guys all to meet Kelsey. She is at Adventuring Kelsey on Instagram. Did I get that right? Yes. (laughs) Okay. So how are you doing? How are things going? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You know, it's a a Monday night, uh, so Uh Uh those have their own struggles and things like that. So if you could just kind of, before we dive in, uh, if you could talk a little bit about your your Instagram or maybe even how you found our podcast, because you reached out, you sent this very sweet video to me uh, in a DM. Uh, my producer had to be like, hey, check it right now. Like, go into Instagram. And I was like, I really don't want to. And he's like, check it, dude. Uh, you have a potential guest. But um, kind of going into like, your Instagram and all that stuff. Yeah. So um, I started this journey almost a year ago now. Um, it was last April, and I was just feeling like I had this message I needed to get out. I had more to share than just what I was providing my students every day. Um, Mm -hmm. I I felt this calling that I'm meant to help teachers as well um, along their journey. And so it started uh, through the Instagram, just, you know, kind of easy. Like I knew how to do Instagram from having my own personal one and all of that stuff. And um, it grew from there to I now have a website and I've actually created um, a business out of it helping teachers too. And so kind of like the why I started was I just, I had this message to get out, um, which we can get into a little bit too, of just needing to um, help teachers find themselves so that they can be their best teacher self at school also. And so... Um, yeah, it just kind of started there and it's I've been really pleased to see it grow and kind of like you were saying in the introduction too like I can't believe I've had all this content that I've been able to create and <laughs> all that it's like wow, that was really just a year ago and to see where it's it's come now is pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So when you say you started a business with it, um how does that, I don't know anything about Instagram. <laughs> this is why I had to call in a buddy to be like, "Hey, help me produce and handle social media. I don't want to do it. Uh, but how does that work with like, is the business the Instagram itself or is it an additional thing and Instagram is part of the way you create awareness? Yeah. So Instagram is um, part of the way that I do create that awareness. The actual business is coaching um, teachers uh, and particularly female teachers who um, are just feeling that kind of stuckness 
uh, in their careers where you're kind of at the point where it's just you you go to work and you leave work and you're still thinking about it and right. um, neglecting that most important person, which is you. And so the business piece of that is that I provide coaching to those women to kind of help them get out of that space and to get back in touch with who they are and start living a life that's in alignment uh, with them so that, again, they can show up for their students in an even higher vibration than they were before. And so basically my Instagram is just, in a way for me, it's kind of like a blog too, in a sense, where I just kind of get on there and I share what I'm thinking, um, whether through a post or through a story and just provide motivation, you know, let people know that they're not alone in this. Um, I was actually having a conversation earlier today about how the more I've brought this into conversations with people, the more I've realized that teachers are feeling this often and the majority of teachers are feeling this. Um, And, you know, I feel like before I opened up that conversation, I I felt really alone in the fact that I was feeling that way. Um, Mm. So it's been pretty cool to see see all of that and, you know, yeah, just that. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, what grade do you teach, for example? What grade levels, I should say? Some people do yeah, multiple. Yeah, I but... teach second grade. Okay. Do you ever have? I mean, that's a little bit different. Like, I teach high school, mm-hmm. so like a few of them know a little bit about my podcast. But like, mm-hmm. is there any awareness, or it might not even be um, your Instagram? But like, do you have any kids that like they're like aware of what you're doing in terms of this non-teaching, like finding outlets for people that are separate from their career and education or are they completely aloof and don't really know a whole lot about it? Uh, as far as I know, they don't know about it. <laughs> okay. Uh, none of them have said anything to me, but like a lot of my coworkers, um, a lot of my coworkers know what's going on and they've participated in some stuff that I've offered also. But as for students, um, I, I don't believe any of them do. Mm-hmm. Now, how often do those messages of like positivity and like it, it might be a little different for like a second grader, but mm-hmm. they also have to kind of worry about like they're starting to really do school now for the first time they had, you know, first grade was like the first real crack at it because kindergarten, it counts, but it's a little bit different, right? But like <laughs> second grade is like, oh shit, we're in this now. Um, do you kind of like pass that message along about like healthy eating and like a healthy lifestyle and finding creative outlets instead of something that might be putting them on a negative path. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think they are so influenced, especially at that age, by what their teachers are doing. Um, And I really do think, too, with – I'm 27, and so I'm a younger teacher, and I think they do connect. You know, you're a younger teacher also. They connect with us on a different level than teachers who have been around for 20, 30 years. Um, And I have students who literally every day will ask me, oh, well, what did you have for lunch? And every, I do have a salad for lunch every day. It's just easy for me to pack and I do enjoy them. So I'm like, sure. oh, I had a salad and I've actually had kids who have been like, I got a salad today, just like you. And so I <laughs> do cute. try and instill in them, like, you know, especially that growth mindset. Um, we're really big on teaching that growth mindset and reiterating, you know, when a lot of kids are like, I don't get it. Like this math is too hard. And just pulling back on that. Well, we don't get it yet. And, um, actually, oddly enough, I would kind of had a conversation like that today with them because it was our first day back from break. And so I was 
oh, it was so hard that first like hour and a half to get them to do anything because they're just like in this fog in a <laughs> sense. Um, and so like no one was volunteering to do anything. And um, finally, some one brave student raises their hand and they volunteered something that was completely off touch um, from what I was looking for. <laughs> And some kids like kind of started to laugh. And I was just like, no, like, this is the important piece. Like, this friend just tried. And I was like, and we were off. It wasn't right. And I remind them often too, like, do I expect you to have the correct answer every time you give me an answer? And they know that that answer is no. And then I follow up with, but do I expect you to at least try to at least grow? Mm -hmm. Um, And they know that that answer is yes. And so that kind of goes back into what I'm doing on my Instagram too, is it's like, I don't, you know, like, I'm not saying it's going to be perfect. I'm not saying it's going to be sunshine and daisies if you start implementing these things. But if you at least try, you never know what could come of that. Right. And I teach high schoolers too, and they, they don't seem to see that failure can be a good thing. Like it really education and learning is trying things and failing and trying to progress and then seeing what works and what doesn't for you. And the first, like you said, like you were getting no one that's offering up a response. And then finally one kid put the effort in there so they can kind of, you know, just even if it could be wrong. Uh, So that's always going to be like, it, it might also be because maybe they're comfortable with you. I mean, that probably is what it is as well. I guess I'm thinking like my concern is I'm only 25 in my second year. Do you think that that kind of goes away? And I hope not, but do you think that might go away as we start to get further and further away from this generation? Or do you think it's something that like as time goes on, you're going to hone that craft a little bit more, especially with your other outlets outside of teaching? I, I personally think it could go either way and it's going to completely come from the effort of the teacher. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously as we grow older, we're not going to be as young and as hip in their eyes. Um, but it's going to be up to us to kind of stay in touch with what are the cool things right now? Like what are kids interested in? What can I use to build this relationship with them to have them trust me? Because I remember, um, in high school, I had an older gentleman for, um, a math class and, he has made a lasting impression on me and that's because he connected with us and yeah, he did, probably didn't know what was hip and what was cool and going on at that time, but he made the effort. He put in the work sure. to, you know, make us trust him and to make us have that relationship with him. And that's something that I'll never forget. So I do think it can go either way. Like if you're going to be a teacher who oh, I'm getting older, I'm giving up, I'm not willing to try new things. That's kind of one of my biggest pet peeves mm-hmm. personally is when teachers are like, Oh, I'm not willing to, to try this. Right. It's not going to work. Um, you don't know. It might not, it might completely flop, <laughs> but it could also be the game changer for you. So, um, I can see it going away if we're not willing to put in that effort to mm-hmm. make those relationships and those connections happen. Absolutely. Now, do you find that, you know, because of, you know, the example that you're setting for your kids and the way that you're able to connect with them. When you come back from like, you just said that you came back from uh, spring break. This was like, this is Monday that we're recording this. This won't come out for like a little bit. But uh, have you found that it's easier, the same, like in terms of getting them back on pace? Like, hey, we're back. Let's go over expectations. Let's dive back into where we were, where we left off before break. I 
so this was a week long break. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was, it was tough coming back, but it wasn't as tough, um, coming back from like our winter break, which was even longer. <laughs> yeah. That was a rough. Uh, because like over that time, there's so much going on anyway during that time of year, but also like there's this kind of in second grade, there's like this shift. I feel like, especially this time of year, where even today I kind of felt like, oh, you guys grew up a little bit. <laughs> I was only <laughs> away from you for a week. Sure. And so I, it is, it is hard, but at the same time, I have worked so hard to build that relationship with my kids that they're genuinely excited to see me when we get back. And I'm greeted with a ton of hugs. And especially this age, they're very tired at that time of day, especially after a break. Um, and so kind of our day was pretty lax mm-hmm. in a sense. Um, they didn't give me too much of a run for my money. <laughs> sure. Tomorrow might be the real, the real test there. Right. But, it's set um, again though. It's actually there. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it is hard, especially because for a lot of our kids, we are the consistent thing in their life. Mm-hmm. So when you take that away, even for a week, um, they have to, you know, oh, I have to build up this trust with you again because I haven't seen you for this amount of time. Right. And now you're out in Nebraska, right? Yes. Okay. Now, I guess because I'm in Chicago, so we have a lot Mm -hmm. of, I don't want to say distrust from parents, but there's a lot of disengagement that we seem to have. Like you'll have Mm -hmm. a kid that they might cuss you out or they don't show up for like a month and a half and you call home and either the number is disconnected or uh, you get them on the phone and they're acting the exact same way as their kid. And you're like, Oh, so this is where it comes from. Uh, Do you get a lot of parent engagement, especially with, I mean, they're so young. So I feel like when I was in high school, my parents, they would only contact school or whatever if there was a problem and there usually wasn't. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you find that you have like pretty good engagement, like being out in Nebraska and having younger kids or what's the situation with that? It's a, it's definitely different um, based off of where you are. I'm actually at a title one school. Okay. So I do not get as much parent engagement as teachers who are at schools on the other side of town per se. Sure. Um, And I think I, like the small towns, I'm sure that they have a lot. Mm -hmm. But no, I would say, you know, kind of conferences, there's a few parents who are very invested um, and touch base frequently. But to be honest, I really don't hear from a lot of parents very often. Mm -hmm. It's kind of, I mean, in some cases, like, oh, that's fine. Like this kid's doing fine. But sometimes it's kind of sad, right? Yeah. And sometimes it is like you do I don't currently have this situation, but I have in the past where it's like I have this student who is struggling so, so hard and I need to connect with the parent, you know, so that we can get something moving forward for them to help them mm-hmm. and you can't get in touch with them or you schedule this meeting and then they don't show up. And, <laughs> you know, it's just it, it it is sad when stuff like that happens, because especially as teachers were so invested mm-hmm. in these children that when someone isn't, it's really, it's hard. Right. It's frustrating. Yeah. Especially if it's a student as well. Like we're, we're at the high school level and, um, I even, I had a student on Friday and on Monday, uh, both times just walked out. There's a student that like really isn't there a whole lot. We really haven't had a chance to connect. You can kind of tell she's probably like, eh, like forget this guy. I don't really care. Uh, no matter what the topic is or whatever. And it's kind of at the point now where, 
in order for self-preservation, in order for me to not think about this day and night and, you know, stress over it and keep trying those numbers that are disconnected, it's at a point now where it's like, I, I guess I'll see you at the end of the semester when like you need me because maybe this yep. isn't the moment for you. Like maybe you're like, oh, whatever, I don't need it. And you don't realize it. No matter how much I might pull you aside, it's just like white noise to them. So that's kind of the issue I'm running into. And that's hard too, because kind of like I just said, we as teachers care so much yeah, yeah. that when things like that happen, it, it it does really hit us hard. And like you said, you have to make it a point to not focus on that all the time because you can only do so much before you're doing too much, mm-hmm. um, if that makes sense, and neglecting yourself or neglecting other students who could benefit from that attention. And obviously, when a student is just like walking out, obvi- she's the one who needs it the most. Mm-hmm. But like you said, until she's willing to, you know, meet you there, it's going to be hard. And sometimes you do just have to, well, <laughs> I've done all that I can for you. When sure. you are ready, come on back and I'll right. be here. Like I'm not going to give up on you, but mm-hmm. I need to take a step back. And that's something that Brian from the Lazy Teacher and I, we've been kind of, we've been talking about it outside of podcasting and we both did an episode that was kind of similar related to, you know, those kids that, you know what, maybe I'm not the teacher for them, or maybe this just isn't the moment. Like on Friday, when I was going to my car, uh, this particular student that had ditched the second to last class of the day, literally proud as shit. She's like, Mr. F, I skipped seventh period. Ha ha. And in my head, I'm like, I was like, don't say anything. Don't say anything. And then I was like, all right, you you took the F for the day. Nice job. Have a good weekend. Like I'm going home. Uh, Uh It was just kind of one of those, one of those moments. So I guess if, if you have this message of like positivity and basically staying sane in this profession where Uh we're constantly being tested and tested and tested, what's like a typical, like now that you're back, what's like a typical Mm -hmm. Monday through Friday for you? Like you've got, I know you mentioned that you've, you've meal prepped before and you have a salad every day, but like, what's your typical day to day as an elementary teacher? Um, I am the teacher and flashback my first year of teaching, I was the teacher who would show up. We have to be there at eight. I was the teacher who was leaving home at seven o'clock and I live in Nebraska, so it didn't take long to get to work. <laughs> um, I was at school like nice. no later than seven 15, um, every day. So at least 45 minutes early every day. And then at my school, we are done at three 30, um, unless we have, you know, after school meetings and stuff. And I would stay until five o'clock okay. and when five o'clock hit, I was packing up my bag and I was home eating dinner and then doing work on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> right. And Never ends. I, 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 and that's the thing is I got so caught up in it. And um, that was when I realized it doesn't have to be that way. And so where I'm at now, it, and this is why I backed up, is because it has kind of been an evolution for me. And I've had to do it bit by bit. But that was my first year. My second year, I said, okay, I'm not taking any schoolwork home with me. Monday through Thursday, unless it's imperative that it needs to be done. Um, and I would, you know, allow myself to bring stuff home over the weekends because there's a lot more free time and um, I could work on stuff then. And then um, last year, it kind of evolved to, okay, I'm not going to show up as early. <laughs> so I was showing up at 7.50 as opposed sure. to 7.15. Um 
and then kept that same same deal with myself that I wasn't going to bring anything home Monday through Thursday unless it had to be done. And now this year, I show up at 7.50. Mm-hmm. I leave at 3.30 unless I have a meeting that's keeping me later and I bring nothing home. There you go. Not even on the weekends unless it is something that has to be done. Because right. what I have learned is that Everything gets done. Everything that needs to get done gets done. I have never missed like a quote unquote deadline. I always have my day planned out before it's there. Um, because, and that is because I have figured out this system that works for me and I have figured out over time how to use like my plan time and my before school time effectively so that I am, you know, getting things done that I need to. And, um, I don't know if you guys get like plan days is what we call them where we just get a full day. Um, oh, that must to be plan. nice. <laughs> I wish that sounds amazing. It's we, we don't get a lot. <laughs> sure. I think we maybe we get like four or five throughout the year. It is. Okay. Um, but, but it is nice. And that was also a shift for me too, though, because my first year of teaching, I would get really caught up in talking to my coworkers and I would, you know what, like just get distracted by it. And, um, I I wasn't using my time wisely on those days to push the needle forward even more. Whereas now, like I literally, my team expects me to be sitting in the dark (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just like hiding because I'm also at an open concept school. So there's no doors. Uh, oh my so God. Someone can easily just like walk by and be like, Hey, what are you doing? That sounds like a nightmare. And you know, like <laughs> I am, a, I do, I love the people that I work with and I love to connect with them. Um, but that's where I get in trouble is I get caught up in doing that. And mm-hmm. so I've, I've just had to figure out what works for me, um, remove myself from situations when I need to. So, sure. um, yeah, I guess that's a drawn out answer to your question of what a Monday through Friday looks like. A comprehensive <laughs> answer, a comprehensive answer, which is but always appreciated. Yes, just, just I, I guess the gist of it is just over time, I have had to figure out what organization systems work for me. And one of them, like you touched base on, is meal prepping. I do that every Sunday. So I'm not worried about making my lunch. I meal prep everything. So I'm not even worried about making dinners once I get home. Well, that's nice. Um, I got to adopt that. Oh my God. So it's, it's, it honestly is game changing because it's just a few hours in one day as opposed to an hour, you know, every day. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I still do the thing where, um, so I'm only in, in year two, um, at my current school. And so I'm doing this thing where I have the separation where I don't do work unless it's like absolutely necessary to get something done. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'm doing this thing where I'll bring stuff home with like the, yeah, I'll do it. But it just kind of sits into my briefcase until I bring it back to school and then I just Mm -hmm. do it in the morning. Uh, That's kind of been my, it makes me feel better though. So I'm going to, I'm going to stick to it. (laughs) Hey, yeah. And that's the thing too, is like what works for me isn't going to work for you and you know, vice versa. And that's, that's why teachers just, they have to figure it out for themselves but I, they need to know that it's not – you don't have to stay stuck in that piece of where I was, for example, my first year. Getting there early, staying late, bringing everything home all the time, and never giving myself a break. Yeah, absolutely. So, Kelsey, uh, to be respectful of your time, uh, we've got – I mean, it's a Monday, mo- or Monday evening, so we've got, you know – 
either some meal prep to worry about or uh, maybe some <laughs> lesson planning that we're going to sneak in and, and, and lie that we didn't actually do it. But um, right. <laughs> where can they uh, where can they check uh, out your Instagram to kind of get this message of positivity and having some sort of outlet and making sure that people don't feel stuck? Yeah. So um, honestly, on all social media, I am Adventuring Kelsey. So um, that's my Instagram handle. I'm on Facebook as well. And my website is adventuringkelsey.com. So all of those places are where I share all the goods. There you go. And I was going to say, you've got, I almost forgot you have an adorable corgi that I've seen on a few different posts. Um, uh-huh. How is that, by the way, kind of balancing, you know, being a teacher and then, you know, having, what's her name? Harley. Harley. Yep. And she is a handful and a half. <laughs> um, I actually just posted a poll in my story yesterday, a picture of her. Um saying was Harley a good girl or a bad girl which <laughs> you can tell from her face which the correct answer is sure uh, but yeah honestly like the, balancing that is pretty okay when I first got her though I was having to come home over my lunch oh wow breaks to let her out because she was so little mm-hmm. um but it's not too bad my kids <laughs> love to hear stories about her so I bet I bet well corgis are just so adorable like there's so many videos on the internet of corgis so they're just they're just a lot of fun so yeah i was obsessed with them for years so (laughs) finally finally took the leap yeah that's a good leap to take my own (laughs) (laughs) well thank you so much for uh for doing uh this was episode 80 um we'll have to do it again to do like an update to kind of see where things are at at some point um, yeah, sounds but it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. So, Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was fun. So for everybody else that's listening, um, thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you want to rate and review, that's awesome. You can also check out YouTube or Instagram where we post video highlight clips and full-length video podcast episodes. Uh, those are a lot of fun to make, but a lot of work to make. Uh, if you would like exclusive content, you can head on over to patreon.com slash classroombrew where you can support the show and get a little bit more I don't want to say like behind the scenes look, but you can get a little more exclusive content that's only available to patrons. Uh, again, if you want to reach out, we are at Classroom Brew on your favorite social media, and you can email us classroombrew at gmail.com. Be sure to check out Mouse and Weens, the Lazy Teacher podcast, and of course, at Adventuring Kelsey on Instagram. And then Kelsey, would you like to do the honors and do our nice little sign off? Class dismissed.